0: Welcome to Sunday Night Podcast. You know we can talk trash. You wait, we could fall back. Welcome to Sunday Night Podcast, the podcast. Welcome to. Sunday
1: what's cracking you fucking bush leaguers and welcome back this is episode number 77 what up motherfucking co-host dh what is up Boski? nothing man nothing a lot is
2: up actually I mean, obviously, a lot has happened for you, yes, and family, since the last time we talked. Definitely, so congrats on the new addition. Definitely, we'll get into that right now, but uh, we will. This, yeah, this uh, this episode,
1: excited. this episode has been brought to you by Bosky's Baby Bonds. You need to take some time off from work to bond with your baby, or is your baby mama disabled from pushing out that beautiful little germ of yours? Well, then look no further than Bosky's Baby Bonds. They'll get you all the FMLA that you need and cuss out anyone and anyone for you when they show how incompetent they are at their human resources job. They'll even find you a not-so-legit doctor to sign off on some fraudulent time off anytime you need it, if the price is right. So head on over to Bosky's nine months from now and get yourself that time off you need.
2: And 50% off the next two hours if you call right now <laughs> that's right yeah man so what's uh, up man did you did you have to get some uh baby bonding time to to bond with a new baby <laughs> obviously it's been a it's been a little bit of a
1: uh how can i put it a struggle with uh some of these incompetent people that i've been talking to on the phone so <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know
2: no. the world man it's just you know they, hey maybe the Maybe the uh, the person that uh, normally works their job uh, took a few days off, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah,
1: more more likely than not. But uh, hey, man, hey, throw it down. Time for you to
2: throw it down. Uh, I'm drinking here some, boom boo, what rum, boom boo, the boom boo, boom boo Caribbean rum. <laughs> I love it. That's tight straight some coke. on the rocks, some coke in the glass. Ah, yeah, got gotcha, you. Know, gotcha. I like my rum.
1: Hell yeah, a little uh, bit of coke. I'm fucking around with the poor man's gray goose and some Sprite. A little yeah, different man.
2: today. It's a little quiet in your house.
1: Yeah, yeah. man. So I'm going to, it is, it is. I have to lay off the caffeine, but uh, I'll take some aspartame. All right. <laughs> <laughs> take some aspartame, man. Yeah. yeah, man. How was your week,
2: bro? I mean, obviously mine was interesting, but how was yours? I was all right, man. You know, it's been, it's been, it's been all right. You know, just uh, staying busy, obviously with the full-time gig, uh, softball yeah. with the girl. Mm-hmm. and the little boy is uh he's nuts man man <laughs> that has got little boys is just uh, different than than when i when emma was a little kid the little girl, yeah. totally different mr bosky over here i'm interested to see you know how how little girl is on your end you know uh, she's, she's <laughs> like a sweet perfect little angel that I could do no wrong selena
1: ray uh welcome yep. to the world i mean fuck she uh came she actually came 10 days early which is why we had to push our, our recording back
0: mm-hmm. uh, shout
1: out to the wife for let me stay up at one one in the morning to record this right now
2: yeah and yeah, uh, yeah that's true it is it is not 705 that's
1: <laughs> definitely not 705 uh 1 a.m over here on the west coast but uh yeah man so the wife she finally popped on uh, november the third yeah what's what's today today is the 11th which is my oldest birthday she's gonna turn She's six today.
2: No, oh, happy birthday, Princess yeah. Elsa, Queen which Elsa.
1: Is, yeah, Queen Elsa, which is also uh, well, her name's not Elsa actually. Like for those that you know are not sure, uh, her name, her <laughs> name's her nickname. Her name is actually Ruby. So shout out to my little girl. She was, she's actually has been on the podcast with with your girl, with Emma, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, and little
2: Rube's daughter. This is Sunday League, the Poopoo. <laughs>
1: I don't know that why was, she said that yeah, it's it was her right there, bro that was lovely. yeah go go back and check that out it was uh um, it was a father's day recording right from yeah. our from our first year and uh but yeah, I mean uh so baby bows, baby bowski, you know girls bows there you go yeah, so she was she was born, and so like what is sleep? um, I don't know, man, like nowhere to be found
2: nowhere, nowhere to be found, hence why we are up at this late hour of the night or early hour of the morning. Mm -hmm. i don't know how you look at it
1: no i don't know man
2: but uh for sure you know
1: pro dad tip uh watch your baby come out of your woman's vagina um it'll give you a deeper respect for your woman for sure like i don't know if you did that with your kids dh but i did that with both of mine and it's although it's a little gory and a little gruesome not gruesome but it's like uh um it's nothing, you know, It's nothing to write home about, but it's the most beautiful thing you can ever do, man. Just well, w-
2: watch your kids actually enter this world. And yeah, yeah watch the magic happen. Literally. I did yeah. that for sure. The first, the first one, you know, I, I, I peeked and then looked away, but then I peeked again. Uh-huh. I was like, Oh my God, this is like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. You know, you, you get overcome with emotion for sure. Oh, and then yeah. with, with my second one, yeah, I was, I was fully invested. Yeah. I was fully invested. And, uh, Good stuff though. Good stuff. Shout out to the wives because obviously, you know, we, we wouldn't be able to go through what they did, but you know, to, to give birth and bring life into the world, little kids that look just like you, that are gonna <laughs> look just like you, they're going to call you dad the rest of your life. Like that's some awesome stuff, man. So congrats to you and shout out to the yeah. baby, baby mama. Shout out to the wife. Yeah. I'm glad she's doing well. Hope she's uh, recovering and, um, yep. you can't, can't wait to hope she's looking forward to, the next episode of sunday League podcast we've been holding out on her so <laughs> we got to give her some content
1: yeah definitely um i mean also we got to get the house in order because it's still under construction of course fucking bathroom has been taking
2: a little Random. long
1: a little yeah a little longer than expected and then the next the other bathroom is going to get started on right at right after. so it should be done by hopefully our next recording whenever that is yeah um but uh i also i, I remember i had talked to you about uh before last week's recording, we had we bought a car, uh, mm-hmm. but, but we still don't have it.
2: <laughs> did we talk about it on the podcast? though? No,
1: we didn't yeah. talk about it on the podcast. But um we, we also did, talk did.
2: About it last week, though, between you and I. Yes, we actually oh, talked
1: yeah. about it at um. Excuse me. No, it was dude, two weeks ago. Bless you, salute. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. On um, before that, we went to the game, to that yeah. Sunday league game. We went to breakfast with the wives and the kids. Early breakfast, went to the old Norms. Shout out Norms. First
2: ever for me how'd you like it it was good it was good i I, I was a little disappointed though that they didn't bring the maple syrup and they were a little busy and i get it you know freaking sunday morning everybody wants to go to norms like apparently dude yeah it's stupid right (laughs) (laughs) but you know i uh that's that's it though you know just the fact that i you know and then they didn't really walk by very often so i could stop them and ask for some maple syrup so i just sucked it up yeah. I uh, ate my french toast without the maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Dry ass french toast. At least I had the butter. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. I'd go again. For sure, man, for sure. And So uh, yeah, so you got the so you got the car and it's still sitting on the dock or still, what, yeah, it's still is still it? uh I guess it's on the dock. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just like be offer them for you to go pick it up yourself. I would if I could. Shit. I would have had it already, but it's
1: all good, man. For now, that's neither here nor there, but we definitely need the big, we need the bigger car, as you you. know. Yeah.
2: Crucial. man. So uh, before we get into, do we have any fact checks? No fact checks for last episode. Mm. We were pretty much spot on.
1: Hell yeah, that's what's up. Uh, Quick shout out because uh, this episode is dropping on Veterans Day, actually. Uh, Shout out to all the veterans out there and thank you to everybody who has
2: served in our uh, country's military. Yes, indeed. Shout out to all the veterans. My father-in-law, veteran of the Marine Corps, uh, uh, JP's dad. A That's right. Also. Yeah, which he was, was also dad. JP's birthday, by the way. It was. 10th, JP's yeah. birthday on the tenth. Shout out JP. <laughs> Happy birthday, JP. Dude still looks like a sexy ass 25-year-old stud. <laughs> yeah, he does. So... Uh but yeah man shout out to all the veterans for sure you know a lot of craziness happening right now but a lot of respect to those that put their lives on the line
1: definitely you you ever thought about uh serving in the uh the military
2: at any point in your life of course man i feel like uh um, you know just about every every one of us probably had that itch i saw, i i went to take the ASVAB test you remember the ASVAB uh no no you never heard of no. the ASVAB test no. i remember in high school they had pretty much all of us take an asVab test. it was some kind of military mm. test to see pretty much how smart you are right and and I scored pretty high and you know the higher you score I guess they're just like oh we really want this kid so they they yeah. recruited me heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, after after high school uh, it was working, just you know retail job going to college and considered military, you know, went back, took another ASVAB test, scored really high. I think it was like a 95%, something like that. They were just like, yeah. we really want you this time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no, I, I didn't take, I took a promotion at the job and didn't do it. But you know, man, I, like at some point in, in all of our lives, we should all serve our country in some way, shape or form or aspect. And, and you know, every, every one of us has an opportunity to do that. And I mean, I mean, I, maybe I'll be a, a, a firefighter, volunteer firefighter or something. Yeah. Um, but my time will come. But it just, yeah. yeah, it wasn't military.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest, man. Um, I'll be honest. I've never that's something I've never wanted to do. Um, not for me, yeah. man. Just it's just it's never really attracted my uh, my my attention or whatever. Or I've never wanted to actually do it. But with that, you know, with that being said, I've also made it a point to not abuse my freedoms. Like a lot of people tend to, I'm generalizing, of course. Um, But just speaking for myself, I've, I've tried to just not abuse my freedoms and, you know, just be an honest person and, and, and appreciate the freedoms that I do have.
2: Sir, appreciate the freedoms you do have, because you know what Arnold Schwarzenegger says? No. He says, screw your freedoms. (laughs) Get the vaccine. Screw your freedom. (laughs) Well, that is a topic for a different podcast he did it it in a much more arnold schwarzenegger voice right but yeah so well um there you go yeah yeah you know (laughs) for those that uh you know put the made the ultimate sacrifice or or put their life on the line for for the rest of us who enjoy those freedoms we thank you yeah thank you very much so um world series happened boski while we were gone yeah, man, it happened last month. It feels like shit. <laughs> it did. It happened. And now the baseball season's over. Just sort like of. that. I mean, there's still baseball going on, but MLB mm-hmm. season is over. Yes. And <clears throat> I just want to take this moment here to take credit for my That's prediction at right. the early part of That's the season. Right. Mm-hmm. To those that, you know, listen to our podcast regularly may or may not remember our uh, our early season predictions before the season starts. Yep, Buski had a a Soxie ALCS. I did. Uh, didn't quite happen. He did have one pair of socks. I had one. I
1: had one, I had one yeah. sock in there,
2: but I think you had a, a White Sox Padres World Series. Yeah, Rube had a Dodgers versus Dodgers World Series. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I was the only one that picked the Braves to win the World Series yeah. over the White Sox. Over the White Sox, yeah. It was against the Astros this time in the World Series. And however, I I can't toot my own horn too proudly. And why that is that? Trevor Plouffe. Oh yes, I was going to bring that up. Yep. I mean, he he seriously took spot the spot on. Straight yeah, straight to the top. Yep. Like if I'm climbing a mountain for you know to to get to the top of the prediction game, like mm-hmm. he straight up got dropped off by a helicopter. <laughs>
1: Isn't like, he? is it he like 879th all time home run leader? <laughs> is he? <laughs> so, I don't know. Something like that. It's something like that. But
2: Trevor Plouffe. If you don't know who he is, uh, check out John Boy. Yeah. Uh, he did he tweet it. Or I think I believe he tweeted it. He probably said it on the podcast on the he on there. He tweeted, yeah, or his prediction at the beginning of the season was the Braves over the Astros in six. In six. Yep. He called it on the yeah. spot.
1: Imagine, imagine uh the, the day of game six. He's probably shitting bricks, like fuck they have to fucking win. They have to fucking win. Uh
2: yeah. I is it one of those being things. I mean, if it were me. You know, because uh-huh. when the playoffs started, I knew who I had picked. I knew I had picked yeah. the Braves. Like, yeah. And the whole time during the play playoffs, I was on every game of the Braves. Yeah. The White's, I mean, the White Sox, too. Yeah. Until they were eliminated. But I was on it. And then once the Braves got to the World Series, I was like, oh, yes. You know, my prediction came through. <laughs> and then once they won the World Series, I was like, yes, my prediction came through. And then I see that they posted Trevor Plu. Plew- Freaking yeah. Prediction and I was like, all right, I guess I'm not that cool. He, to- he totally won up to you. <laughs> I wonder if he was like on it the whole way too, like every single game. He's like, okay, yeah, my predictions are coming through so far. My predictions are yeah. coming through, and then on game six, like once the game started, I wonder if he knew, if he was aware, if he was aware that he was in the middle of a no hitter
1: or a perfect That's game. True. Oh, he was definitely aware of it. I mean, they were, it was getting blown up uh days like the day prior. Yeah. Yeah. So you know they
2: he had he had at least a day and a half to think about it. <laughs> so shout out to Trevor Plu for predicting the World Series oh. uh, outcome. Uh you remember in 2016 when the Cubs won the World Series? Yeah. Do you remember when uh there was there was a yearbook that somebody wrote years uh, ago? Uh
1: was it a, a sports was it a sports illustrated book or something like that? No,
2: it was somebody's high school yearbook. Mm-hmm. And they po- they wrote in the high school yearbook. Cubs will win the 2016 World Series, like Uh, as as their senior quote, if you will. And they ended up winning the high school or the 2016 World Series. I I don't know if you remember that. I do. I remember something like it rings a bell. But they wrote it in their yearbook like years before. That's crazy. I
1: know The Simpsons, like the the, the TV show The Simpsons, has predicted quite a few things. Um, I mean, I can't remember anything off the top of my head right now you know, at 1 15 in the morning, <clears throat> Trump presidency, presidency. Yeah. Like all kinds of different things that, you know, so, but yeah, shout out to those people that just predict shit. <laughs> yeah, man. So we got to one up ourselves next year.
2: Well, I, I mean, I, it's safe to say I have to predict next year's winner. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one boskey in our freaking individual contests, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Once you, once you get one of those, it, it feels nice. Yeah, man. Well, shout out to you and Little Rube for getting uh, going back to back and keeping it in house. Yeah, man. Sunday League the podcast is two for two in predicting yep. the World Series winners. Yep. And uh, shout
1: out to uh, Sunday League rubbed Jesse Chavez, World
2: Series champion. Yep. yep. Jesse Chavez, World Series champ, Major League veteran, got his ring. Yeah, he's been he's been in the league for a
1: while, um, since two thousand and eight up until now 2021 uh career war of 4.13 44 and 60 uh win-loss record unfortunately but uh he uh, had a 214 era this season in 30 games pitched. so i mean and it's so
2: crazy how it happened this year for him like he really didn't have anything at the start of spring training until now that was called and uh coming out with the angels for a little while and yeah and it didn't pan out with Angels, so I think he goes like a month or so without getting any contracts. And yeah, the Braves finally come calling, and here he is playing a pivotal role in their bullpen. Yeah, a long man or short man or whatever man you need, like that was your guy, and yeah. he stuck with him the whole season, and he pitched well, man. He pitched well. He did well in his role. Um, did did a really good job setting up for you know their their. Three headed monster at the end of the games. You got Matic, yeah. and then you got Jackson, and then you got Will Smith. And so, you know, he was that he was that missing link that really completed the team. As, you know, among yeah. other players that take the pressure off. You know, from guys like uh, Freddie Freeman or the you know Max Fried and you know they were without Soroka, they were without yeah. Acuna. They were without Ozuna, Marcel Ozuna. That's right. Everybody, A lot of people forgot about that. (laughs) Well, for good reason, too. (laughs) Freaking scumbag. Yep. But, you know, those are their their big hitters. Those are their big guys. And so the rest of the squad came through. We'll get into a little bit about their free agent. I mean, their trade deadline acquisitions. Yeah. But, yeah, man. You know, Jesse Chavez, one of the guys. Yep. One of the guys. All of them. Been in, the
1: le- been in the league for 14 years, finally wins in his age 37 season. So shout out to that, man.
2: Seriously. Um, we stopped uh, our last recording uh, right around game four. So the last two games, game five game and game six, uh, were played since yes. our last recording. Mm-hmm. The Astros won nine five game five. That's yeah. the game that uh, Duvall started with a grand slam. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> started the game yeah. in the Grand Slam You thought that was going to be <laughs> it right there Yep,
1: but was, the game was signed, sealed, delivered Every, At least everybody thought
2: Yeah, it came up with a Grand Slam in the first inning Off of uh, Ugh. <laughs> no, no, no It was uh, Framber Valdez, my bad Was it Valdez? Yeah, it was Valdez, you're right started that game He kind of struggled, 2.2 innings, 4 hits, 5 run runs So you would think, okay, this game's going to go the Braves way But the Astros fought back They came back, scored two in the second, two in the third, tied it up, and then the Braves scored one. Uh, But in the fifth inning, the Astros ran away with it, and they won the game 9-5. No homers in the game, but Bregman, Correa, and Tucker came up with clutch doubles, a few RBIs sprinkled throughout the lineup. Um, Good team win for the Astros. Yeah, definitely. You know, they needed it for sure. It was a must-win game, obviously, so they came through and won. Took it to game six. Sent the series uh to back to Houston, which that happened on Tuesday, November 2nd. And game six started by Max Fried for the Braves. Yep. Through six innings of shutout ball. Let me look here. Six inning, yeah. Six inning shutout ball. Four hits, six strikeouts. And I think that was the longest outing by a starting pitcher in the World Series this year.
1: I believe so, yeah and you so, know, shout out max free like uh he was, i think in his previous start he didn't do so well mm-hmm. but uh in this particular yeah. start definitely definitely came through uh yeah. didn't did what he was supposed to do as as the ace of the staff um i i feel like he also had some of his uh like high school uh guys that he pitched with with uh uh giolito i think was at the stadium was really was in attendance or that it might have been game five that he was in attendance and um one of the other guys that they pitched with, um Flaherty, that pitched, he pitches for St. Louis. Oh, yeah, Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty. They all pitched in high school together in the same high school.
2: Imagine facing those three guys in high school. Fuck. Harvard-Westlake. There you go. Harvard-Westlake. That, has, that's close has, by, right? It's a couple hours it's away. It's in North Hollywood. No-ho. Oh, yeah. No-ho. <laughs> no no-ho. No-ho is no-ho. So, I mean, Harvard-Westlake, though, is, is known. It's a factory for ballplayers. Yeah, so. Definitely. For sure. But, um, yeah, Max Reed sh- sacked up and shoved for six innings. And then you had Matzik come in for two, struck out four. You only gave up one hit. Will Smith closed it out. And that's all she wrote. That's all Braves she wrote, wrote man. 2021. First time since 99. Congrats to the Atlanta Braves. Yes. They deserved
1: it. Astros with the fucking donut. <laughs> donut the hole, Astros man.
2: Astros go home without the championship. And yeah, that puts it Shut- in. They Got
1: shut out, man. Puts an end to their to their shenanigans.
2: I think it puts an end to their World Series run. Yeah. I think um with Carlos Correa, we'll talk about it some more later, but going into free agency, I don't think he's coming back. You got Bregman still, and you'll still have Altuve. Yeah. And, and you still have Jordan Alvarez that you can build around. Kyle Tucker is a nice solid piece.
1: Yeah. They still they still got some ballers. Yuli Gurriel know, is still gonna be there.
2: Yeah, you know, actually, come to think of it, if they can if they can find a way to replace Correa's bat, and you know their pitching comes back just as solid as they were this year, yeah. they actually might have a chance to stick and, around a little bit longer. And
1: there's there's plenty of shortstops that are going on the market. That is true, you know. So I mean, he's easily
2: replaceable. That is true, you know. That is true. But you know, three times in the World Series for the Astros, the only one that they won is the one that they were confirmed cheaters yes so for me at least they were the only ones confirmed cheating just saying the only ones that have come out confirmed cheating Mm -hmm. yes but i mean for me at least it it is a little satisfying that they did not win the world series (laughs) i
1: I, i'll be honest i i want to say i'm gonna say that i kind of wanted them to win the world series just for the sake of watching the world burn, in mm. in a sense, you know it would have been it would have been great
2: just to see all the total anarchy,
1: yeah, total yeah, anarchy, unleashed. just chaos. Like I was, I was ready to just grab my popcorn and watch everybody just like ah, oh, they still cheated, blah blah blah. And, you know, clearly I I feel like they played this one legit, you know, yeah, um, you they lost at home, to, you know, yeah,
2: you kind of have to give them that credit now with the whole cheating scandal being. Out in the open, like okay, you figure that they're playing the game clean at this point now. Yeah, or at least on the same playing field. Yeah,
1: but of course they all. I mean, the only three guys that are still there are Bregman, Altuve,
2: and Correa. Bregman, Altuve, Um, Correa, Correa, Correa. Yeah, the infield. Correa, yeah, and you know, for the Astros, they do still have pieces to, you know, compete for the AL West especially, you know, with so many unknowns in the AL West with Oakland, and Bob Melvin leaving and good possibility that they're going to deal a lot of their top arms and top players. Yeah. Uh, with, with Seattle, you know, they, they surprised a lot of people last year, but can they do it again? Depends on what the free agency, uh, what the free agent market brings for them. Yeah. Um, Back to uh, s-
1: real quick to cut you off real quick, back to uh, the short, the Astros shortstop situation. They always have the option of sliding Bregman over because he, uh, he, he played shortstop in college.
2: And they, mm-hmm. That's that's something I didn't I didn't realize at the yeah. at, when you said that it it, it does bring the bill that yeah he did do that in college and he had to move yeah. to third. When, for we,
1: yeah, and when Correa was down for a little while uh, in previous seasons, he did slide over and play play short. So I mean, they have a solid shortstop
2: there. Fill it, and then you know, find a third baseman. So the pieces yeah. are still there, you know. And and Texas, who knows what they're going to do, but the the pieces are still there. And yeah. I guess that you know they're they they could be back eventually, yeah. but the off is is going to be is going to bring some different faces to Houston. Yeah. Uh, Verlander might not even come back. Definitely, I don't
1: I don't think he's coming back. Didn't um, they they offer him a qualifying offer, right? Yeah. Yeah, he ain't coming back. I, I wouldn't want to go back there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I feel I feel Korea is probably gonna end. Up, well, we'll get into Korea.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll get into Korea. So
2: later. World Series is over. Jorge Soler hit an absolute tank in Game Six. Yeah, landed I mean, on the moon. He just, he just unle- unleashed the biggest daddy hack you could ever oh, take on a swing. He unzipped and his he
1: pants, connected, and dropped his nutsack on
2: home plate. <laughs> 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 oh man, it was it, that was nice to. see. He, he t- takes home the World Series MVP, uh, you know, sets himself up for, you know, next season. He's always he's always had a solid bat, but I think it wasn't until his breakout year with Kansas City in 2019 when he hit those uh, 47 homers. Uh, or something like that. Yeah. Forty seven home runs, did- 100 and some RBIs. First time in his career that he did that. Yeah, I think it was. for I'm. A, I'm a
1: fact check you on that real quick. And
2: uh, he gets picked up as a as a free uh, no, uh, mid season trade acquisition. DH
1: 2019
2: 48, uh, 48. runs. 48 just, just so Sal, Sal Perez tied him. Then I would assume. Okay, yeah. Kansas City home run record.
1: Let's see. Yeah. Check you on check you on that too. That'll hit
2: 48 this year.
1: Uh, he hit 48 this year. Yep, yeah. led the league. There you yeah. go. Almost got the triple crown. Holy shit!
2: Salvi,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He led the the batting in. average. Mm, he needed the batting average jam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so very, very
2: short of that. Freddie Freeman also homers in Game Six, wins it for the Braves. Great to see. Uh, I think yeah. it's it's great for baseball having this much parity, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, some will argue that there's not a whole lot of parity in the game right now, but in the last 20 years there's been 15 winners 15 different teams have won the world series in the last 20 years
1: yeah no no back to backs <clears throat> since what was it uh yankees in the mm-hmm. at the turn of the century 99
2: 2000 yeah. 2001 so great i think it's i think it's great to see some people though, aren't huge fans of what's happening with the game with teams tanking specifically yeah we're so, talking about Scott Boris did you hear about what he said?
1: No, no. what he say?
2: So he says that uh, MLB's culture of losing and the current draft system is, quote, a real cancer. Hmm. You know, um, the collective bargaining agreement is scheduled to end on December 1st. Right. And there's not a lot of confidence that they're going to come to a solution yeah i've seen
1: i've seen i've seen reports that uh that people have said it's it's as bad as it's ever been yeah something like that Um, and
2: one of the issues is the idea of tanking and how teams just will let go of their more expensive you know players in order to save money and hey you know some will say tank yeah get get higher
1: get higher draft picks um
2: through uh, like compensation
1: picks, uh mm-hmm. higher higher seeds in the draft order. I mean, the Astros did that for a while. That's why they've been so good for such a long time.
2: I mean, I think this last year saw the most teams that have won at least 90 games in a season, mm-hmm. but yet also tied for the most teams that have lost 100 games in a season with four teams. Yeah. And so <clears throat> you do have a good number of teams I think that are competing and that are tra- Trying to make the postseason. And then you're gonna have a few of those teams that are clearly not contenders at the beginning of the year. Right. But is it acceptable for those teams to just throw in the towel before the games even begin? Or at the middle of the you know, middle of the season, you know, just start releasing your more expensive players if, yeah. you, if you don't want to make the effort to make the postseason. It,
1: it it's acceptable. Only because it falls within the the rules, I guess how it's all set up, but it's unethical. It's like, come on, man! Like, field your best team, right? Let these guys let these guys compete, man! Like, let's let's see the,
2: the true winners. And you know, his one of his arguments about the whole thing is that, uh, if I can find it here real quick, uh, blah blah blah. Hold on, hold on, Bosky Here we go, here we go We have seen the champion, he says, and I quote And this is on a uh, Yahoo.com article It says, we have seen the championship in 60 days He said, the rules allow them to be less than 500 team at August 1st And add four players, five players from teams that no longer wanted to compete And for very little cost, change the entirety of their team and the season and we saw this unfold to the detriment of teams that create mm-hmm. at vast expense planning and intellect and won over a hundred games and doing all this, we have now created an understanding that a fan would not know who the true team is until frankly, the trading deadline. I mean, I think that's, that's not a bad, yeah. bad thing for baseball because mm-hmm. if your team is below 500, that late in the season, August 1st, yeah. you got August and September to turn your season around i think that's pretty cool if you have a shot to do that and you're a sub 500 team yeah. you can add a few players and all of a sudden now you you've got a you've got a team that can compete like i don't see anything wrong with that really no and it falls it,
1: fall, it falls within the rules <laughs> and he
2: sees he sees it as a problem I guess the problem would be the teams that are intentionally losing right you know, and is there evidence of that No. probably Pro- probably i just don't
1: I mean I go, really go ask the
2: Rotary Club in Seattle. <laughs> I just don't really care. Yeah, it does bother me that teams like the Mariners will say stuff like, "Oh, uh, our window to compete isn't going to be until, you know, 2022 yeah. or 2023." It, like, your window to compete, compete is in. yeah,
1: your window to compete is whenever you fucking want it to be in my opinion. I mean, these teams have so much money.
2: Like the That's, competitor in in all of these athletes should say and it should override the overall desire to get a better position next year. No, it's got to be right now. Do it now. You got to get these people now. You got to make it happen one way or another. Otherwise, what's the point? You know, what's the point of even trying, but I don't know, maybe baseball is a little different. There's, but there's teams that do it in every sport. Of course, every sport, especially in the NFL and the NBA where you got two teams that, you know, are dead last, but you got like a LeBron James. That's going to be the number one draft pick next year. Like, you're definitely going to want to get that number
1: one pick, dog. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, you know? I mean, and we've all seen what Le- LeBron James has done. Like We've all seen what LeBron
2: and, James has done. You know, if he yeah. can do that to the Cavaliers.
1: Even I've watched it.
2: <laughs> right? Right?
1: Yeah. If he
2: um, can do that for the Cavaliers, just imagine what, you know. Anyway, it, 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 I think it should be a little different in baseball. But nonetheless, you see it everywhere. You see it yeah, team thinking.
1: definitely. I mean, you always got to look to the future. Um. You ready to move on? Yeah, finally. In the World Series. So, well, before we move on, uh, I do have a couple of little tidbits. Uh, Zach had he had one more hit than Jordan Alvarez. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Yeah, in the World Series. Uh, Let's see. Another little nugget. Uh, Pablo Sandoval, four-time world champion. How about that? Played in 69 games with the Braves. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's see. I have another one. The Toronto Blue Jays, 91 wins. Did mm-hmm. not make the playoffs versus the Atlanta Braves, 88 wins. Who won the World Series? Damn. Oh, yeah, All because man. of a little ALNL. Exactly. And uh, with their 88 wins, it's. Uh, I came across a post that uh, Talking Baseball shared. It was a Vin Scully, uh, looks like a tweet or some shit, some some nice number play on the number 44. So uh, the Braves, they won 44 games before the All-Star break. They won 44 games after the All-Star break. And they won the World Series the four, in the 44th week of the year. And, of course, Hank Aaron wore number 44. Damn. So, yeah. Dang. Crazy stuff, man. Some, some, some fun uh, fun number play. I always like the number play and it's they won the
2: NLCS in 4 games and the World Series in 4 games. <laughs> of course, or they had to win four. <laughs> they won 4 games each.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man, so
2: fun number play there. <laughs> Good stuff. Um so World Series is over. Baseball yep. still happening though. Is congrats, Arizona-
1: congrats to the to the Atlanta Braves and to all those uh
2: Atlantians
1: atlanteans atlanteans yeah. there you go and you I know like what that. especially too because because they got their they got the all-star game taken away from them so i'm glad i'm glad they got a little yeah. bit of redemption um i didn't watch as a matter of fact I, something i forgot to mention my wife went into labor as the game was finishing oh wow yeah so her water broke as the game like it was like the season's done now it's time for this the new little season new
2: season to start,
1: <laughs> yeah, so like I didn't get to watch like like the uh the post game ceremonies and all that and see if like Rob Manfred got
2: booed he did i didn't get to, I didn't get to see any of that, so yeah, he got booed um it was it, you didn't miss a whole lot I mean, oh, okay yeah they did I thought it was a little weird though that they did do the ceremony on the Astros field, like uh-huh. the Braves win on the road and yet they bring out the stage they you know, set off the freaking streamers. And, oh, I see. Yeah. And they're doing the celebration on the field. Whereas oh, yeah. in the past, I've seen that, it. you know, if you're on the road, you usually sometimes mostly do the celebration in the clubhouse. At yeah. That's what I've seen in the past. And so, well, they, they they, gotta, they,
1: they got to present the trophies for all that for, um, yeah, for TV and all that shit. Did you see, uh, uh, their, um, their fucking parade. I know we're supposed to move on from it, but oh, yeah. see their parade. Like I, yeah. I, I saw a couple of things like, uh, Jock Peterson was throwing out the, the pro necklaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I even, I saw, I saw something where they have his, his pro necklace that he wore. They put it in the hall of fame. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I saw I came across it somewhere. I'm telling you, I've been so fucking busy. I don't know where I'm getting my
2: information from, but it's cut. It's falling <laughs> on my lap. So did you see pretty... Tyler Matz get arrested or uh, almost get arrested? No. What? Really? <laughs> I didn't see that. So Tyler Matzik, they uh he was he wasn't on the bus, like he was walking uh-huh. alongside the bus, and the cops thought he was just some rando. Oh so shit. Grabbed him and they're like, Hey, you need to come with us. He's like, What are you talking about? I'm Tyler Matsick, bitch. And they're like, No, no, <laughs> you gotta come with us. They're like, bitch, I'm Tyler Matsick. Anyway, they figured out who he was and they let him go. But yeah, <laughs> he, he almost got arrested. That's funny.
1: I wonder if did they card him like on camera or
2: something? <laughs> no, but you can see the officers grabbing by the wrist and like you know, he's talking to the cops and one of the other cops comes over and he's probably telling him, yo, bro, that's, that's Tyler Matson. <laughs> that's, that's nutsack. <laughs> that's nutsack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> officer nutsack to you. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. And beers, they were throwing beers at the bus, you know, for, for the, yeah, party. they would nice. There, there were a couple of nice, nice snags that I Hell saw. Yeah. I want to go to
1: parade. World Series parade, man. I want to just go to one. Just, I mean, uh. Not just anyone, but, you know, just to go see. Dodgers won last year. Did they ever do their parade? Who? (laughs) (laughs) Did they have the parade? I No,
2: I don't think they did. No, right? I I think they just went to the White House. That must have sucked. Yeah. So, (laughs) but yeah, so nonetheless, like we were saying, World Series is over. Yeah. Now, other baseball is still happening. Like, Japan's still playing. Korea's still playing. Arizona Fall League is still playing. Oh, yes. Uh, But... You know, in the midst of the of, of all of that, there's a couple of players that will not be playing, ever, ever again. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know, with their kids in the backyard. But <laughs> Buster Posey is retiring.
1: Yeah, Buster Posey, fucking, was he seven time All Star, three time World Series champ, 2012 MVP, 2010 National League Rookie of the Year, 2016 Gold Glove, four time Silver Slugger, 2012 uh batting champ in the national league and a uh, career batting average 302 even has a new rule named after him that's right he got his fucking collarbone absolutely crushed
2: no i think it was his leg his ankle
1: was it his ankle
2: yeah yeah See, so mm. he was he was blocking the plate uh who 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 uh i'm looking that up right, right now i want to say it was maybe chris Coughlin. wow
1: chris Coughlin. uh no, let me see uh
2: Buster Posey walking the plate gets run over by a player on the Marlins maybe. Let's see. Let's see if I'm right. Scott Cousins. Scott Cousins. Really? Yeah.
1: Fracturing Posey's fibula. Oh, May okay. May 25th,
2: 2011. Damn, 10 years Oof, ago. Oh, I thought it was the collarbone. Jeez. Mm-hmm. No. And what team did Cousins play for? Uh, Florida. they okay. So it was the Marlins. They were still but the Florida Marlins. They were still the Florida Marlins. But yeah, yeah, he came, you know, trucked them, and Posey's ankle got caught underneath him. So as he, you know, falls over yeah. backward, his ankle twists, snaps yeah. the bone. I'm watching
1: Oh, that's yeah, that's so gross.
2: I'm watching it right now. It's fucking not good. Gross. Not good. And not good, man. And, yeah, man. Yeah, but but. <laughs> And still, despite all that, you should look up his stat for how many errors or how many pass balls. Twenty-seven. He had altogether.
1: Uh, yeah, I actually have that written down. One, it like was the last so many years. In, in one hundred and ninety, thousand ninety-three games caught, he only allowed twenty-seven pass balls.
2: Unbelievable. Yes. Only Crazy. twenty-seven,
1: dude. That's I mean, you know you how many would, pitches? You you would let twenty seven pass balls in the Sunday league alone in, in one, one inning, one inning, yeah. <laughs> it's like every pitch, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding, man. He used to be a wall, <laughs> uh, but no, that that like just to even think about that, yeah. Like you said, like how many pitches did he actually catch, and then just only twenty seven of them. I mean, he's catching
2: 150, 150 to one hundred sixty pitches a game and you do the math do the math, like, math yeah only 27 of them getting past you like that's pretty phenomenal so Buster Posey is going to go down as definitely one of the greatest generational catchers but is he a hall of fame catcher
1: hell yeah hell yeah let me see hold on i'm doing some quick math real, real quick uh let's let's go to 120 so that's 1000 131,160 pitches estimate <laughs> Yeah. 20, yeah, twenty-seven pass balls. Uh, you do the you do the math for the percentage.
2: Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, he'd be the world's greatest bank teller. He would never let any like dollar bills, five dollar yeah, right bills man. get mixed up.
1: No, nah, man he he doesn't take a he doesn't take a penny or leave a penny. You ever seen that tray? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he, I don't know if that's a thing still for these youngsters, but yeah, take a penny, leave a penny. Uh, the yep. liquor store. You, if you have to make the changes. Leave it in the little tray for the next person if they need it. Yep, paying it forward.
2: <clears throat> that was the that was the old school, you know, drive through, paying it forward chain. Yeah. If you ever been a part of, it, have you been a part of one of those drive through pay it forwards?
1: No, but I know exactly what it is. Yeah. I,
2: I'm not I'm not willing to chance that. You pay for the people behind you and then they keep paying for the people it's, behind. Yeah, then but
1: then you could, then like at some point you're going to get screwed over and you're going to spend like 30 bucks
2: for like your $5. Yeah. Uh it's got to be it's got to be a nightmare for like the freaking workers. The cashiers, the yeah. yeah. The cashiers. It's <laughs> yeah, gotta be a buck, nightmare. like fuck. got to pay for this guy's order, but it's this guy at the window like It's like no, 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 I'm going to pay for my drink again. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah he's he's definitely probably a hall of famer i i don't mm-hmm. know if he gets in first ballot i don't know if you know if it's that soon but
1: i, I think he- so man i think so i mean he's accomplished he's an accomplished catcher like what more do you want I, he's and he's done like his body just can't do it no more so i i think maybe for him it's the right move for yeah. us the fans we probably don't see it that way because we're selfish and we want to see greatness on the field but if he can't do it
2: he can't do it yeah, dude, he was awesome this year. Yeah,
1: it was great, dude. Like uh, he looked really fucking healthy, but maybe mm-hmm. he just he just wasn't. He's like, fuck it. I'm going all out. And he's left it all out on the field, man.
2: Yeah, I always respected his lower body strength. Mm-hmm. Like he's got tree trunks for legs. Yeah, but he snapped the only in st- that and he's- that ass. Don't get me yeah. started on that
1: ass. Oh, that caboose. I like me some ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Nice and round. And plump. My wife's going to hear this and be like, what the fuck? She can just look Call. over at me. She's like, Boski. it's 2 in the morning, and why are you talking about ass? For real. What are you watching? <laughs> well, DH was talking about ass. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was me. I take credit for that. Sorry. There you go. There you go. Go back to sleep. Everything's so, fine.
1: Yeah, shout out Buster Posey on a great career. Seriously.
2: And a great ass. <laughs> Joakim Soria also retires. Joakim Soria. Seriously? He's still Joakim the lead. Soria, he's <laughs> also retiring. He has announced his retirement at the end of this year or at the end of this last year. So he's not coming back. Great pitcher. I think Damn. did he won he won a World Series with the Royals? Uh, let's uh He see. was part of that three headed monster in the Royals bullpen with him. They had Herrera. And then they had Wade Davis. Uh
1: I don't I don't think he did. No, bro. He see, did. when was he with the Royals? Uh 2016, 2017. Oh no. Okay. The world's won it in 2015. There you go. Yeah. He came after. Yeah. Two-time oh, all-star like his, his baseball reference only says two-time all-star. Dang. <laughs> so there you go.
2: Good good career. You know, he was an all-star. So, yeah. but he's moving on. Trevor Bauer, check this out. Trevor Bauer has opted into his contract. So Smart. we know he's not retiring.
1: Smart man. He's a, he's a man who makes money. But he is opting
2: into his contract. Uh, yes. According to MLB Trade Rumors, Dodgers right-hander Trevor Bauer will remain in contract for the 2022 season. He had the option of exercising an opt-out clause in order to test free agency again this winter. But he will instead remain on the Dodgers books for $32 million. Smart man. Get your money, dog. I mean, whatever he did, if whether he did or didn't, he got his money. He can also opt out of the following uh opt out following next season and if so he would take either a 15 million dollar buyout or opt in and take a 32 million dollar salary for 2023 he hasn't pitched since June 28th I don't know
1: man um if he opts out I'd be willing to take a flyer on him fuck it
2: but for thirty-two million dollars, no, not for thirty-two million. No. Thir- yeah, nobody's gonna take a flyer no, on him for thirty. No,
1: no, not for thirty-two million. But like, if he was to opt out, mm-hmm. I'll, that's why he he didn't opt out mm-hmm. because ain't nobody gonna give him thirty-two million dollars in his
2: situation. Um, I mean, whether, he's still, yeah, he's still in the middle of a bunch of legal issues. Uh, but I would expect that to come to a resolution before the next season.
1: Yeah, and I think hearing- and I think very soon too because I've been I've been seeing him on the fucking YouTube like like nothing's ever fucking happened. Yeah, he's, so, he's
2: coming back. He's crawling back now yeah. on YouTube.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So according to this article here, it says that the LA County District Attorney's Office is still reviewing the police evidence against him in his sexual assault case uh, to determine whether or not criminal charges will be filed. He was placed on administrative leave in July and the League and the Players Association agreed to several extensions through the end of the World Series. As a result, Bauer has already been paid $38 million <laughs> owed to him, which is a $28 million salary and the $10 million signing bonus. Yeah. First year of his three-year deal. I, I
1: don't know why these guys, like, they. why can't they just find themselves a nice girl, you know, and wife them up? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you look at it, like, look at Freddie Freeman, for example. Free agent. He's about to get paid. Who's going to get paid? Mm-hmm. You know, he's got his family. He's, dude. Yeah, he's a wholesome guy. He's, he's a pure dude. Like, like, why can't these fools as athletes, as professional athletes, that everybody knows you got money. Like, why you put yourself in these situations, man? Find it like he he, he probably had Rachel Luba and he probably fucked it up. <laughs> you know,
2: maybe not, not to bring all just, that back up. But yeah. some people are just weird dudes. There's a that, lot of weird dudes out there that you just. And when you have money, the, you're just. More weird, you yeah. become more of what you are when when you got that kind of money, mm-hmm. and if you're weird already and you like weird shit like weird, yep, weird sex, yep. <laughs> weird sex. <laughs> then then you're gonna become that that dude, and you know he became that guy and I don't know if he's yeah you know, I don't know much about Trevor Bauer except yeah. for what I see here on the news, and what you see and you hear on the news is he's a scumbag, yeah does a lot of weird shit with different people and he you know deflects and he's a narcissist and he blames other people and mm. so far though so far he has uh, he has kind of gotten off on, on some of these charges like the restraining order that was filed was denied by the judge right. because you know they said that he wasn't really a threat to this person right? ever you know mm-hmm. this person underwent the physical, pleasurable trauma, if you right. will, under their own accord. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think it's going to be a similar outcome with whatever he's he's facing, and he'll eventually get his name out or yeah, hear his name. Uh, but he's just weird. He's just a weird guy. And some people weird, are yeah. always going to be weird. The dude,
1: like, the dude. He, he reminds me of like Dexter.
2: Yeah. He's kind of like De- you
1: know Dexter, right? The, the TV show. Yeah. Didi, get out of my laboratory. No, Smart no, Dexter. not, not Dexter's <laughs> laboratory. Come
2: on, man. <laughs> I know you're talking about Dexter the killer.
1: Yeah, Dexter's the serial fucking psychopath.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: he reminds me of him.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know who else reminds you of uh Trevor Bauer? Is uh Dave Portnoy. You hear about this? Dave Portnoy, no, <laughs> probably not exactly baseball related, but Trevor. Yeah. Trevor Bauer, I mean uh, Dave Portnoy is was uh, <laughs> also getting accused of some same same the same type of Ooh, stuff. Dave Bauer? Dave Bauer. There you go. Dave Portnoy on mediate.com says Barstool founder Dave Portnoy accused of disturbing sexual encounters in new report. Um so basically he does a lot of the same stuff that uh, Trevor Bauer did. Um, putting stuff where it shouldn't go. <laughs> Different chicks, and, I would, I would assume. Yeah, and uh, I'm telling you, know,
1: you, these guys just need to find yourself a good lady. You know that ain't that ain't it for the money, and that's it. So you'd be good.
2: Yeah, man. Just some people are weird, really, really weird people. And yeah, can't do much to change it.
1: But it takes two to tango. Some of these girls put themselves in these situations for no good reason.
2: They're weird too. Then
1: they're definitely weird too. It's just weird all the, around. Weird. Yeah, they're, they're all desensitized with all the weirdo shit that they see on the internet.
2: And then it gets weird. And then it gets weird. (laughs) All right. Let's get get away from the weird stuff. Let's go back to baseball. Let's get away from the weirdness. Uh, (laughs) What's not weird is uh, Dusty Baker coming back for revenge. Oh, uh, he won up, right, for another season? He's coming back for one more year with Houston. That's not weird.
1: That's not weird at all. I like that. Not Um, weird at all. I I think he's the right guy to stay in Houston for now. For sure. Until everything just
2: finally boils over. Dusty Baker, uh, a lot of respect for what he did this year, last year for the Astros too. Just kind of bringing a little more respectability to the organization. Yeah. Um, you know, there's really nothing that you can do aside from just play clean baseball for a good period of time, for for things to turn around image-wise, yeah. at least in my book. So. Shout out to 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 him. Still hate the Astros, but a lot of respect <laughs> to Dusty Bauer or to Dusty. Bauer. Wow, Dusty Bauer. <laughs> this dude. is getting super weird now. <laughs> Dusty Baker. Dusty you Bauer. You know, really, the only difference between Baker and Bauer is one letter. It truly is. <laughs> so don't blame. You it's know? a K. It's a K and a U. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Dusty
1: Baker, the ball player. uh, Played outfield his whole life. He was born in Riverside, California. There you go. Shut up. He was draf- Baker was you know, drafted by the Atlanta Braves. He's an went, I.E. guy. Went to Del Campo High School in Fair Oaks. Uh, let me see. He was in the league for 19 years. Wow. 19 years in the league. Um, let's see. He played with Atlanta. He played with the Doyers. He played mm-hmm. with the Giants. And he played with the A's. There you go. His final season in 1986, right when, uh, right before we were born, right after we were born, actually. Yep. Uh, let me see. 37 career war, war number 12, his entire career. Two time All Star, 1981 World Series champion, gold glove winner, uh, two time Silver Slugger, NLCS MVP, and three time manager of the year. His
2: post playing days. Very nice. Yeah. Well, We'll uh, we'll see him again next year in the AL West as a manager. As a manager, <laughs> yeah. Jace Tingler, no longer with the Padres, but has found a new home with the Twins, with Minnesota as a bench coach. Oh, not as a manager. Nice, not as a manager, but as a bench coach. Wow, you
1: went. He went from having one of the best teams in baseball, roster wise, on paper to, you know, leading the helm at that and getting demoted as a bench coach to the Twins.
2: You know, he had his... Tough, he had his man. He had a shot. You know, I, I don't know, though, because, like, his entire manager career, I guess, has been, you know, in a, some type of bench coach position, except for the two or three years that he spent as the San Diego head manager. Yeah. So I think it's just back to normal for him. Well, it is yeah,
1: it probably be, he's back in his comfort zone probably gets along with the players a little bit better um, less pressure i mean yeah, there's probably
2: there, there's, there's got to be a lot of pressure being the manager of the padres and and having to manage a clubhouse with players like tatis and machado yeah and they had that moment in the dugout you know that that one game late in the season
1: dude there there's a youtube video um uh, a youtube video that's on youtube uh it's about the uh the 2021 padres like like their their epic collapse like it kind of it gives a little deep dive into all that and it, it talks about um uh aj preller like how he's like he's very controlling and he only wants to deal with people that only tell him yes like he wants yes men and so look I mean, into it, it like yeah look, look, look that sounds- shit up it's rather interesting
2: it sounds like a lot of these GMs out there are, are have similar personalities. Yeah. But, you know, there's the spotlights on you when you got the type of talent that you have on your on your team and you perform the way that that you did yeah. that year, you know? And so yeah, there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna say this and that, you know, a lot of negativity about your squad. If you didn't perform, they're gonna look for reasons why and they'll come out with stuff like that. So I'm sure yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of truth to it, but maybe there's not. You gotta just watch yeah. it, I guess. Get into it. Yeah, take it with watch a it. grain of salt. There you go. Take Boski's advice. Go check it out on a video on YouTube. The
1: video on YouTube. Uh yeah. Just search it. It's by uh keep going and I'll get you the
2: link. <laughs> All right. So sticking with the Astros for a moment here. Even though Jay Tingler is not on the Astros, uh, <laughs> Dusty Baker is. The Astros did offer Carlos Correa a contract worth 160 million over five years. Did you see that? I did. What a they, slap in the face! They are trying to keep him. Are I mean, they? Are they though? That's still, that's still 30 million plus per year. Like it's not a terrible I, money. Uh, that, that 32 million a year.
1: He's a 200 million dollar player, man. I'm sorry, he just is. You think he's worth 40 million
2: a year? For five
1: years? Uh, Nah, no, not not forty million a year, but but give him a two hundred million dollar contract over. Oh, I get you. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, give him more years. Yeah, give him more years. Yeah, lock him up. Dude has a cannon. First of all, twenty. Yeah, he is. Lock him up. He's he's twenty seven, and you know, at the end of a five year contract, he'll be thirty two. Uh-huh. which I guess from a player's perspective, like you're still in your prime. You could still go out and get another contract if you really yeah. wanted to. True. But you also probably, you know, want that, you know, longevity. Now, if I'm a GM of a team or I'm a team owner and yeah. I'm, you know, you got this 27 year old superstar stud, who just want a gold glove. Sorry. I just spoiled it. But anyway, <laughs> he, won, he, he won a gold glove this year. He's, he's great at the plate, you know, uh, plays excellent defense turn yeah, yeah. quick double play all of checks off all the boxes yeah the
1: dude's great he's a he's a great defensive shortstop and he hits
2: but for 27 yeah. you know I'd probably offer him no more than a seven year contract yeah seven year 200 million there you go seven years two hundred no i go i go more than 200 million uh for okay. seven years i'm probably offering him 250 260.
1: yeah that sounds about right because uh seven years two hundred. That's about 28, 28 and a half
2: mil a year. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if he's 40 million. Somebody might throw that amount at him. Yeah. But maybe not for that number of years. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely go seven years, 250, 260. Yeah, that know, sounds fair. And that's
1: probably what
2: he's looking for. Yeah. And he he'll be 34. He could probably still play at the end yeah. of that. And he can re-sign or sign somewhere else at that point. Yeah, but at least you give him some longevity. mm -hmm. I
1: I did see uh, that the Astros, uh, not the Astros, uh, the Mets might be looking into him to play third base.
2: Mm. As of right now, they're looking into Chris Bryant.
1: Him too. Yeah, they're they're also looking into him. I mean, they're going to sign everybody.
2: Just imagine they (sighs) keep Lindor, they keep Baez, and they sign Bryant, and then they sign uh, freaking Correa. Like yeah. they're just gonna put <laughs> they're gonna put one of them in left field, dude. It's just it's
1: it's gonna be Bryant.
2: Oh yeah, well he's the logical choice. Yeah, he,
1: he's the one that's moved around and he and
2: all 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 positions anyway. you're gonna have a shortstop playing first base. Yeah,
1: well, they have a polar bear there, but yeah. there's also the DH option. So hey,
2: if that comes around, we'll it's see. It's gonna
1: happen. It's gonna happen.
2: All right, so five years, 160 mil, Korea probably not going to take that. It's going to look into other options. A lot of a lot of teams out there want a, a quality shortstop, so probably yeah. not going to be his only offer. That's for sure. Yeah, sign me up right now. Shit. <laughs> Who, the the one player that signed probably what was going to be their only offer was Andrew Haney.
1: <laughs> I did see this. The Dodgers signed uh, Andrew Haney for one year, eight mil, something like that. Eight million dollars. Eight million dollars.
2: <sighs> so Andrew Haney, I mean, lefty major league pitcher, great. But uh, I don't know. The, I don't know that he's great. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, and for the Dodgers to to go that route, I mean, does, does that say anything about what they're going to do about Kirt, Clayton Kershaw?
1: Well, for, well, let's let's stick with Haney for a second. Uh The Dodgers probably see something that they can fix. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we have our bargain guy right here. Uh, I think Robbie Ray was a uh, similar contract, right? P- possibly. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, so maybe a situation like that. I don't see it happening. I think Andrew Haney's trash. <laughs> but uh, he's,
2: he's definitely not of a Clayton Kershaw quality, but could he get the job done? Probably. I'm sure no, he could get the job done. No, no, he's, he's garbage. I don't know why they signed him. I don't know why they
1: signed. They obviously see something. I don't. I don't see it. Maybe it's the booty. It might be the booty. Maybe it's not the booty. Let's <laughs> see. Well, he was drafted by the Rays in 2009, so maybe.
2: All right. Yeah, the Rays know a little something, something about yeah. scouting.
1: Yeah, and then, well, actually, he didn't even sign. Uh, he went with the Miami Marlins in the first round of the 2012 draft. So there you go, ninth overall. Damn. So he's got the talent, uh, apparently. Uh, So we'll see. Nickname Heen heen Dog. Heen Dog. Heenie. Pronunciation Heenie. Oh, so it's not Heenie. It's
2: Heenie. Andrew Heenie. Yeah. There you go. All right. Laughable. I don't like. I don't like it. (laughs) At least he gets to grow the mustache back.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Terrible. It's funny. It's funny you say that because I'm looking at his at his his, uh, reference picture. And he's in a Yankees hat, but like he's full
2: beard. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely wouldn't have allowed that. Nah. on the field. All right, um, somebody JD. that's, that's JD. not changing teams. JD Martinez. Love it. I love it. Uh, I think he made a into good choice. His contract.
1: Yeah, he made a good choice. Happy he's staying. Uh, I'm glad that he's not going to test, you know, test waters. And I'm thinking because just because of the CBA and who knows what will happen. He's going to secure the bag, Yeah. secure the bag, you know. Uh, and you know, I think the Red Sox, depending on what he was going to do, will influence what um, the Red Sox do with Kyle Schwarber, which they have stated that they want to keep Kyle
2: Schwarber as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Red Sox, you know, obviously have a championship caliber team. Indeed, if if they keep JD Martinez, Yep. If they don't, then that's a huge hole. Huge, huge hole, even though you still have Bogart's endeavors. Yeah, it's a huge hole, but which
1: could easily be filled by Kyle Schwarber, to be fair. And these nuts.
2: Yeah. JD's <laughs> <laughs> <Say these> nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so good, go. good move for the uh, Red Sox to keep JD Martinez. Yeah. Well, it,
1: the option was on him, as a matter of fact. That's true. Yeah. yeah good job, JD him.
2: Martinez. Yeah.
1: Not changing his socks colors. <laughs> All right. I think I think he's gonna it's his, the final year of his five year 109 million dollar contract. Very nice. Yeah,
2: there you go. All right. Uh a couple things here to finish off the episode. Boskey, so you can get some non night sleep. Yep. Is uh the gold glove award winners were announced. Did you see that? Uh I
1: did. I did. I also came across something that uh it gives you um Player qualifications for the Gold Glove.
2: All right. So, so
1: if you want, you want me to read that off. I'll just read it off, dude. I'm let's look, hear it look, first. Look. Yeah. All right. It's kind of long, so bear with me. Player qualifications to qualify for consideration for a particular position, a player must have played a minimum number of games or innings based on position at that position. Number one, all pitchers must have pitched in at least 141 innings by his team's 144th 144th. St- God 41st. damn it, I can't say. Uh, 141st game. <laughs> that sounds like somebody's wife that we know. Uh, a catcher must have played in at least half of his team's games by his team's 141st game, a minimum 141st. of 71 games. Uh, all infielders and outfielders must have played in the field for at least 713 total innings through his team's. A 141st game. Damn, I'm going to mess this up again. This equates to playing in the fields for approximately 77.5 innings per game in approximately 67% of his team's games by his team's 141st game. Unbelievable. <laughs> this ensures that only full-time players are considered. Uh, let's see. Last one. All, right. all, all infielders and outfielders with at least 713 total innings played. Qualify at the specific position where he played the most innings intended. Example, where his
2: manager utilized him the most. Okay. There you go. Well, with that being said, the Cardinals had five gold glove winners. Yes, I love it. With uh, Paul Goldschmidt at first. Yep. Uh, they also had Tommy Edmond at second. That's your boy. That's my guy. And I, I thought I didn't think he was going to win, but I'm happy he either. did. Yeah. Nolan Arenado at third base. And then you also had left fielder Tyler O'Neal and center fielder Harrison Bader. Ooh, the master. Win a gold glove. Yeah. The, master. the Royals uh, had two. They had Michael Taylor in center. And they also had Andrew Benintendi in the left. Weird. It's so, weird that
1: you went from the National League to the American League, first of all. Second, uh, Andrew Dandy is not a gold glove outfielder. I'm sorry. Well, he's
2: keeping the left field gold glove tradition alive. I guess. In Kansas City. <laughs> hey, well, at uh, least you stayed in the same state, DH. I mean, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so then just to round out everything else, first base in the AL was Yuli Gurriel. Second base in the AL was Marcus Simeon. Mm, well-deserved. Yep, uh, third base in the AL was Matt Chapman, well deserved. Won it over Jose Ramirez and Joey Wendell. Shortstop in the National League was Brandon Crawford, well deserved. Yep, and in American League, Carlos Correa. Yeah, <laughs> debatable. He, so one, apparently, one common theme in mm-hmm. in the winners were defensive runs saved. Okay, Carlos Correa's defensive twenty one defensive runs saved easily the most among mlb shortstops in 2021 Ah. and they were seven more than the runner-up andrelton simmons ah there well there you go shit in fact no one in the majors at any position had more only the pirates stallings equaled carlos correa's 21 defensive run save
1: interesting stallings putting himself on the map i remember last week i was like who
2: yeah, we were like, well, I don't know, but definitely Stallings is not winning that award. Yeah.
1: And how stupid do we look? Now? We look very uneducated, which is very so, fine because, hey, man, I'm not here to be the smartest guy in the room. That's for no. damn sure.
2: So, the catcher, I mean, the, the outfielder was Adam Duvall winning in the right, in the National League for right field. And then the American League, Joey Gallo winning in the American League right field. Lizzie for won the, something. Catchers, yeah, were Sean Murphy for the American League. That's the guy I think we said was definitely not winning because yeah. he won it over Martin Maldonado and Salvarez. uh yeah, that's so right I yeah. definitely did not think Sean Murphy had a chance, and Jacob Stallings, who won it yeah. over yadi Molina and j t. Realmuto exactly
1: like those two guys come on, they did something wrong,
2: <laughs> so his twenty one defensive runs saved were nine more than the second place catcher in the major leagues,
1: yeah. Well there you go man. Shout out to we the gotta, gold glove winners. You got a platinum gotta, you got a platinum glove winner um nominee for yourself.
2: Platinum glove? Yeah. I mean it's probably, gonna, it's probably going to it's probably going to end up going to Nolan Arenado in the National Agreed. League. If not, it'll probably go to Stallings for those defensive runs saved. Yeah. Or and then in the American League, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably just going to say Korea, why not? Korea, Matt Chapman? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I don't know how they actually even
1: really choose that. Like, is it who's flashier in a sense? Because, I mean, you already won the gold glove. So, yeah. like, who, who's prettier? I don't know. Arenado and Chapman are always pretty fucking solid. They're always, yeah. They're, they're always
2: looking nice. I,
1: I know, I know Arenado has won a few, few platinum gloves. Let's see. He has won
2: four platinum Northern gloves. Norlin Arnado has won them, and they he's won them four in a row, too. Oh, then he's a lock. In my opinion, I, I think he's like the last four.
1: Yeah, and then Matt Chapman, two-time Platinum Glove winner.
2: There you go. All right, go. we'll see. All right, we got to fact-check defensive runs saved next episode. Okay, Whoa. I got it pulled up, but I don't want to spend too much time on it right now. No, definitely not. So I'm gonna put that in my notes for next episode. We will fact-check defensive runs saved. Why are they so important in this Gold Glove? Yes. Give uh, so, us something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then uh, you also had the Hank Aaron Award winners: Bryce Harper, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Uh, well deserved. I mean, best the two- offensive player in both leagues. Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh,
1: I think it's a great consolation for Vladdy that he's not going to win the MVP. It is not a bad it. consolation award. Not, sure. not bad at all. So shout out to that. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and even with Harper, if he doesn't win the MVP. Again, another good consolation.
2: Yeah, relievers of the year. You have Liam Hendricks for the White Sox and Josh Hader for the, the Brewers. Brewers, yeah, uh,
1: well deserved. I mean, uh, the mm-hmm. uh, Hendricks had thirty eight saves, one hundred and thirteen strikeouts in sixty nine games. Nice yes. with a two five four ERA. <laughs> uh, I actually, yeah. I actually don't have
2: Josh Hader's stuff pulled up. Oh, here I got you. Let's see, Josh Hader finished with 34 saves and a career best 1.23 ERA. Jeez, it's very, a very, a very quiet
1: season. I yeah,
2: think. after the halfway point of the year, he did not allow a run after July 28th. Wow. Damn. After July 28th, he did not allow a run. He held held batting. Uh, he held opponents to a 120. St- batting average the best among relievers by 22 points still got it still got it man still and he's still young
1: it. and he's still young so there you yep.
2: go the, some of the awards that are going to be announced soon are the silver slugger award that's going to be announced later on on the 11th at Tonight. 3 p.m 3 p.m Tonight. oh this <laughs> evening okay 3 p.m our time and uh they're also still they also have finalists for the mvp and the manager of the year Mm -hmm. and the Cy Young. Yes. They have those finalists announced. We'll get into that next episode. Next
1: episode. But for for the MVP, a fun little nugget that I came across. Also, uh, the six MVP finalists, none of them made the playoffs this season. So Shohei Otani, Marcus Simeon, Fernando Tatis Jr. That was the
2: first time in a while, too. Vladdy Jr.,
1: Juan Soto, and Bryce Harper. So
2: there you go. We'll see who comes out on top. We'll cover that on our next episode. Yeah. Finishing off this little version of Bosky's buffet.
1: <laughs> I got okay. a few things. We're not finishing it off oh, yet. We're not I got done a couple yet. Okay. things. Yeah, the yeah. Last
2: thing that I got then is the AFL brawl, the Arizona Fall League fight. You see I that? did I did see that. Uh, that was a legit fight. I loved it. The 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 guy that charged the mound got a, a legit clean hit in. I can tell that. Yeah. He, yeah. He and the other hit. and he
1: was like running up to the dude, like like uh, the pitcher was looking at him like, Why are you running at me? Like he wasn't <laughs> <laughs> like, What did I do? <laughs> he was not ready to fight. Dude. He got rocked.
2: But you know what happened <laughs> though? Is uh I think it's because that player, he had also gotten hit in, in the game before.
1: Ah, I see. He also
2: got drilled earlier or like the game before, and just kind of felt like they were they were going after him. So yeah. There you go. That's there you why go, he did man. It. Well, there you go. So that's all you got, right? Yeah, that's all I got. His name is
1: Kanan, Smith,
2: Najiba. Kanan, Smith. Kanan, Smith,
1: Najiba. I'm going to go with Kanan. Sounds smoother.
2: I'm going to say Kanan. Kanan. Kanan, the man. Kanan, the man, Smith, (laughs) Najiba. There you go. I very very well could be saying that wrong. Let's get him on the pod. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I came across a couple
1: of details of uh, earlier this season when Francisco Lindor and uh jeff mcneil got in well they were uh quote-unquote arguing
2: about oh about the raccoon or uh, possum or whatever it was
1: yes so uh yeah, apparently... yeah whatever that, that was <laughs> yeah man so i guess um francisco and grabbed jeff mcneil by the throat slammed him slammed him up against the wall because uh apparently they uh Jeff McNeil was repeatedly defying organizational philosophy of shifting. So he was like going against his team's uh, request to shift on batters. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, Lindor didn't like that. He didn't take too kindly.
2: He wants his gold glove. So. So the manager would call for a shift. He wouldn't shift. Or wouldn't shift over.
1: Yep. He repeatedly defied organizational philosophy of shifting. And where
2: where is the source? Who is the source of this information?
1: Uh, Baseball authority on Instagram. (laughs) Hey, man, you call yourself baseball authority,
2: then you're legit. (laughs) And you are the authority. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever the fuck you want. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say, dog. Okay. But they didn't say like who they got that information from. No.
1: Uh, No, it doesn't say. I get all my shit. You know what, man? Full plagiarism. I get my shit from Instagram all day. I'm going to go fuck. Fair enough. Nah, I'm not, like I said earlier. I ain't here to be the smartest man in the room. I just want to stir the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for ass foolery. I <laughs> <Ass foolery. laughs> <laughs> love that. Speaking of ass foolery, uh, Bet MGM came out with their 2022 World Series winner betting odds. Mm. I want to take a stab at who's got the, the well, who they got winning the World Series in twenty twenty two? I am just gonna say Dodgers. They got the Dodgers at a plus five fifty, wow. uh, with the Diamondbacks at the very end at plus twenty five thousand. So there you go. They got Dodgers, Astros, Yankees, White Sox, Braves, Blue Jays, Rays, Padres, Brewers, Giants, Red Sox, the disrespect Mets, Cardinals, Phillies, Reds, Mariners, Angels, and everyone else is irrelevant in that order. Nice. Yeah, I don't like it. This is dumb. Why would you even bet right now? Um, I don't know. Dumb. I don't like it. Uh, let's see. DraftKings Sportsbook came out with a preseason power rankings on November 10th. I don't know why they would do that. Um, but they have the Braves number one, Dodgers two, Rays, Tampa Bay Rays three, Brewers four, White Sox five, and then to round out the top ten, Astros six, Yankees seven, Giants eight, Red Sox nine, Blue Jays ten. It makes no sense to me.
2: Mm, you know, you can't predict. Baseball, it's like not at can't all. Can't predict baseball. No nah, man. Or unless you're Rube or me, you can predict the World Series <laughs> Hey man, I
1: predicted the Red Sox in the ALCS as a wild card win. That that's
2: a that's like saying that's a very specific. You know, that's like saying uh, you that's, know, that's like saying like I'm saying, gonna
1: wake up tomorrow morning and put on socks. Like, come that's on, I'm saying
2: you got you got three <laughs> of a kind, but I got a full house. Ah, okay, very nice
1: yeah it is yeah
2: you're you're absolutely right (laughs) (laughs) but either way that's um that's pretty cool i i don't know why you would pre you would do preseason rankings this early but no it's it's it's, i mean it's fun so many many, it's i guess it
1: gives us something to talk about exactly there's somebody Um,
2: out there that doesn't want baseball to end ever
1: yeah definitely uh let's see three more things uh nick castellano's Ops out of his uh two-year $34 million contract. Uh, he, left that, he left he left $34 million on the table. He's going to gamble on himself. I like it. Boston should sign him because uh, I'm super biased. And then <laughs> on top of being more super biased, uh, Kershaw did not get a qualifying offer. Clayton Kershaw for the Doyers. And Joe Kelly is now a free agent. Uh, they did not pick up his option. So there you go. That's yeah. um, it's
2: one thing we didn't talk about is uh, Clayton Kershaw's... Uh, didn't get his option. Yeah, he didn't get a qualifying he offer. He didn't get a
1: qualifying offer. Yeah, the disrespect. I mean, unless they intend on negotiating with him. And they intend on um, resigning him, yeah. yeah. Unless the intention is there, then I don't know. But uh, that's that. on Kershaw, yeah. That's on Kershaw. Well, does he want to be remain a daughter for life if they offer him the opportunity or not? I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell.
2: I mean, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll man. see. we you shall gotta be. See. You got to be that confident that you're gonna like if the Dodgers do really want him back and they are gonna get him back, but they don't offer him a qualifying offer, it's like you got to be that damn confident that he's not going anywhere else.
1: Yeah, indeed. So we'll see, man. I mean, I w- he's one of those guys where like I-, I would like to see him remain a Dodger for the remainder of his of his career, kind of like Buster Posey, <laughs> giant, yeah. giant for his entire career. So definitely. you know, he's still got it. So why not? Yeah, definitely. Uh, one last right. thing on my part, uh, rest in peace to Pedro Feliciano. He, uh, former Mets reliever, he uh, yeah. passed away uh, about three days ago uh, at the young age of 45. So just a, another reminder how quick life can yeah. pass us by. And, yep. You know,
2: passed away in his sleep. Yeah. Um, lefty reliever. Uh, I remember him from, you know, the 2000. Mm. 2000- he was solid, man. Yeah, he was
1: solid. Um, he is actually the only lefty in big league history to appear in at least 90 games in one season. Wow, no kidding. Dude, that's more that's more than half half of yeah.
2: uh that's more than half the season right there for sure. Damn. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Crazy. That's some durability for you right there. Definitely. That's in peace.
1: What year was that? Yeah, may he rest in peace in his uh 2010. Yeah. 2010 he pitched in 92 games. But I mean his 2009 and 2008, 86 and 88 games pitched. Also, so yeah, the
2: dude, the dude pitched. He was ready to go. He was ready to answer the call whenever you needed him. Yeah. But always yeah. ready.
1: So may he rest in peace and you know, condolences to his family. For sure. Well, that's it, man. That's
2: all I got. That's the end of this one, Boski. Well, thanks for joining me. You know, I can't do nothing by myself.
1: <laughs> You're on the right path, my own. Padawan.
2: No, yes. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of things taking shape here for, yes. for me and for us, too. The season is over now, Boski. Yeah. We got to figure out, uh, you know, what we're going to do for the offseason, man. Yeah, man. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about. But
1: uh, what are we doing? We, we recording uh, over the weekend?
2: What do you got? Yeah, man. What, I got to work thinking? Sunday. Okay. I got to work Sunday, but I'll be available in the evening if you need. If, we if, you need. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to yeah, do this, sure. you know. For but, sure, yeah. of well, course, well, man, you know, hey, daddy duties trump all. Always. That's your full house.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, for sure. So, yeah. Uh, a royal flush. A royal flush. I'm going to go do a royal flush right after this recording. <laughs> um, anyways, boy, well, yeah, man. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh you know, stay tuned for some more shit, you fucking yeah. bush leaguers. Yeah, don't forget your five bucks. Don't forget your five bucks. I can't say it too loud. Can't say it loud.
2: <laughs> you gonna wake up the whole day, no, man? Well,
1: uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, especially <laughs> right now, like we're all sleeping in the living room. Five bucks, five dollars. Bring them, please. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, yeah, man. man.
2: All right, dog. Cool, bro. Well, I guess I'll uh, catch you next week and go
1: get some sleep. Catch you on the the IG. Look at look at that shit on the YouTube. <laughs> it's working on that too. <laughs> Remember, I said that Red Sox Mariners vlog is going to come out in November. Hey, <laughs> we're right, we're right on schedule. <laughs> right on schedule. <laughs> Hell yeah! I really like didn't mean that when I said it, but hey, <laughs> life happens. Though. Life happens. That's my full it's house right good. there.
2: Yeah, it's all good, bro. Yeah, man. All right, dog. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right, homie. Peace out. Yeah. All right.